I'm Shukri. I'm Rachel. Welcome to next episode, please. Where two best friends talk TV and give our two cents that no one asked for, but we're going to give it to y'all anyways. We watch anywhere from Insecure to Bachelor in Paradise and even your binge-worthy Netflix dramas that pop up to steal your weekend. Today we're going to be talking about episode 8 of Insecure, so let's dive in. What'd you think? Agree. This episode was interesting. Mm-hmm. Issa definitely had a lot of choices to make. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, tell me why I was really tripping on that first daydream. Um, <laughs> I said, because remember how I told you when the series beginning of the season started, I said the only way I see this uh, series ending is if they fast forward us a couple mm-hmm. years. You felt so I was really tripping. <laughs> I said, Dang, they didn't even wait till like the last episode or anything. I said, We're getting this episode eight. I said, They're fast forwarding us two years. Yeah. Like that? I was like, What? Yeah, There's part of me too, halfway through it. I was like, Wait, is this a daydream or is this like how the future is gonna play out? Like, it really felt like mm-hmm. that. Um, it was good. She was making money. Okay, yeah. I said, Okay, sis, get your mm-hmm. coin, rich bitch. She's a rich bitch. <laughs> something, something, something. I'm a wristlet. <laughs> that shit was funny. I, was. I freaking love Mira. Mira Issa is my favorite Mira character. Issa. She is so great. <laughs> People on Twitter were like, can she be my motivational speaker in the morning? Like, can mm-hmm. I have her in my mirror? And honestly, I think life a little, would be a little bit different if we, ha- if we all had Mira Issa to wake up to. Yeah, every time. I agree. <laughs> I also, I mean, the episode started with her and Nathan just boot up in bed, mm-hmm. but like low key, I, I was taken aback when he was like, "Maybe we should move in together." And I was like, mm-hmm. "Didn't y'all just get over like?" I don't. Not that they haven't been consistent, but like the. <laughs> but I was just like. Oh, okay. Y'all think you're ready for that type of thing? Like, <laughs> it would be interesting. I thought it was quick too, but they made a little point to note that that was a few weeks ago. Like, okay. many times has passed since he said "I love you" and recognized he was avoidant. So, because it was so easy, I was like, maybe you are on the path. Also, think about it. They've known each other for two years already. Nathan has been in love with Issa, right? And Issa's finally yeah. showing up. So, uh, mm-hmm. what's a good timeline? I don't know. I, I I don't know. What do you think is a good timeline of like moving in with a significant other? I think I think where I'm at in life now, I couldn't do it before a year. Like I just I couldn't. Uh, but I think that like yeah, if I had to think sense. about like if I'm later in the future, or if, like I'm in my early 30s and stuff and still dating, if I find someone like serious and we're both taking the relationship seriously, then like I don't know why not six months. Ooh, I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah i mean i i'm old school and i'm very like i wouldn't move in until we're like married married mm. but i would still and that was the case for obviously me and mark but like you know i'll still leave her a toothbrush here i'll be like you know but i <laughs> but i'm still gonna have my space yeah. separate from you until like yeah. we decide to combine our lives together yeah. you know so I, I mean that's probably old school old school of me and but i'm like we can like go on trips together we can do other mm-hmm. stuff but i'm just like not move in to mesh our lives and we ain't even married yet. <laughs> oh, 
Um, that is a oh, good, good point. It's so funny because I woke up this morning and I was like laying in bed for a second. My door was open. I'm looking at the kitchen. I'm like, honestly, the idea of like having someone else in my space with me right now, like it's it's a turn off. You know, I'm very much like, mm-hmm. nah, this is my space. You can come <laughs> visit, but like, I don't want to say, you know, like you're throwing it off. Like sharing. Yeah. I just feel like sharing is a whole nother level of stuff. It's like different mm-hmm. when you're like sleep over here and mm-hmm. there. But when you're sleeping over, it's like you're going to eventually leave my space. Mm-hmm. That's the yep, thing. Yep. You know? So tell me, what so, about I mean, uh, toothbrush sharing? <laughs> no. Oh my God. Uh, uh, no. <laughs> uh, I'm the same. I absolutely believe the same. Please don't use my toothbrush. That shit is nasty. But then the funny thing is, like, <laughs> I will kill someone with morning breath still, but don't use my toothbrush. Yeah. Don't do that. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it really be like that (laughs) boundaries you know healthy boundaries (laughs) Uh, but okay I don't know if it was me Mm -hmm. so you know Crenshaw pulled up Mm -hmm. um, after the little art walk thing which also looked so bomb Mm -hmm. and I was like I wish we had shit like that in San Diego I was like dang this looks so fun Um, all the like black artists and collectives and Mm -hmm. stuff but um, Crenshaw pulled up and he wanted to work with Issa again. And I'm like, I don't know. I was very taken aback. I'm like, you were just giving her shit. But mm-hmm. then, like stepping back a little, I wonder if it was also like, you know, I think we talked about in the last episode, where like Issa needed to like gain that trust again from the community mm-hmm. or even just like, or it's like, are you really for the community or are you not? So I wonder if he felt like, okay, she really is for the community type mm-hmm. of thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree because it was the same thing when he showed up I guess this is the adult thing right she offered an olive branch <laughs> he's offering an olive branch this is how you move forward yeah, yeah you know yeah, yeah. make flowers <laughs> I, I think that's the adult thing especially in business but I was also taken aback I was like honestly the image I had in my head is like when a when a dog comes crawling back to you with their tail tucked under you know <laughs> Um, and I felt bad for thinking that because I was also the one who was understanding where he was coming from before, after like they gave us the Mm -hmm. backstory. So I was like, okay. Um, but then when they went, so I, I like finally started to understand like the bigger picture when they went to go get coffee and then when she had the daydream and when she had the Mm -hmm. daydream, the image that it pointed was that that would be a partnership. You know what I mean? Like, it's not yeah. like he's coming to her like, oh, dear little magic on what I have to offer. And it's like always that like he has mm-hmm. this creative idea and he needs her to always be like publicizing it to the community. Community, No, it's a yeah. partnership. And I was like, OK, so I think like that understanding of it is like, OK, so it's I guess like recognition that you both messed up and that you can still both benefit from having mm-hmm. this relationship. Um, and I kind of wonder. It was interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was going to say, I kind of wonder if it would be different if Issa was still working with Nothing But Water and Crenshaw still wanted to work with her in that way. Yeah. So that was, that's what I was going to say. So it's interesting how both of her little daydreams were like, it just seemed like an either Mm -hmm. or type of thing. It was like nothing, um, like if she worked with Nothing But Water, Mm -hmm. it was like she's forgetting her community. She's forgetting like she's hella successful. Mm -hmm. And all that, she's um, well. She's working with Crenshaw, and like she still has her ties to the community. She, mm-hmm. Like 
it just felt like why why can't she do both mm-hmm. i had a, i had that question too you know? yeah yeah and yeah. it kind of does suck i don't know why that, like in the end the housing situation when she stayed with nothing but water they moved to west hollywood and she was like why did we move here oh because you want to be closer to the offices mm-hmm. but when she works with crenshaw and despite all the successes like oh we're still at this apartment and i'm an apartment manager and i just came from getting a kitty uh, what yeah. <laughs> my key to the city and now I have to go plunge mm-hmm. my tenant's toilet like it was such a stark difference and I'm like first of all that's I feel like those are two very drastic conclusions from like picking a path you know what I mean mm-hmm. um, I don't know I didn't I didn't see it that deep I think that there probably is a path for her to figure out how she can do both how she can still stay connected to the community in LA but expand how she wants to because um like, it would be cool. It would be cool if, like, the black people in the Bay Area or the black people in Detroit, Motor City, or even, like, mm-hmm. in Philly could, like, grow to experience those community connections as well. Yeah, and then that's what I thought when she was speaking in Detroit or, like, that little thing. And I was like, oh, she brought, like, the block to Detroit. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what I have. But it's just, and it ended up being kind of like she was just doing speaking engagements mm-hmm. and stuff, you know? Yeah. But... Which I and that's how I see it. I think it was Molly who said, like, why can't you do mm-hmm. both? Like, why does it have to be like yeah, a or. and I was just like, yeah, like, I don't know. I feel like in life in general, <laughs> like, like we think in like either ors and mm-hmm. it's fine. It's like, where do we find the compromise in a way of like you can still do both things, mm-hmm. but like you can't fully do one thing and fully do the other, mm-hmm. you know? Have you had a situation like that? Mm. I want to say, like, going away for college for me was that, Mm -hmm. in the sense of, like, my mom obviously didn't want me going away from home, um, but I wanted to go away for, like, college and just, like, get away from home in general. Mm -hmm. Um, And I originally wanted to go to an HBCU, and I was like, I remember, Mm -hmm. there's no HBCUs in California, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but I was like, I want to go to Spelman. Ooh. um, And I was like, okay, like, living in, like, near Atlanta and stuff can be cool, Mm -hmm. but... Obviously, HBCUs don't get a ton of scholarships, mm-hmm. um, and it's hard to get fully funded as an out-of-state mm-hmm. person. But also, I think the compromise was like, okay, like that dream isn't probably possible in the sense of like compromising. I think with my mom, it was like, okay, I'm I'm gonna still leave <laughs> before me, <laughs> but I'm going two hours away. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think for her, even though it was still hard to accept, mm-hmm. I was like, all right. I'll still call you every day mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and come home like every three weeks or so, like if I can, you mm-hmm. know, on the weekends. Um, so like to me, that was like the middle ground, even though like I didn't get to go to an HBCU. For me, it was like, obviously you, we both like go into a predominantly white institution. Mm-hmm. Like we try to find like those pockets of like black mm-hmm. culture, whether it's like going to the yard shows um, and like stuff like that, which was like cool. And I'm sure it's like more um, amplified if you go to an HBCU. Mm-hmm those kind of moments but I feel like that was good to hold me off mm-hmm. like you know or I didn't feel like I was totally missing out because I didn't go to an HBCU um and I was like this will do for now I guess okay <laughs> okay that's dope you know you could still get another degree yeah. if you're trying to come to the east coast to do these HBCUs but um nah <laughs> I'm done <laughs> but that was a good compromise yeah I think that was yeah what about you um I don't think I've had, like, a big one 
like that like why not both um which i think is funny mm-hmm. because <laughs> i don't know when i started hearing this but like porque no los dos right and that's something that like i just always like, jokingly <laughs> say to myself whenever i find myself like oh we could do this or we could do this and it's like well why not both you know i'm very much like yeah, that like that's if true. i want to do both why not um so hopefully that stays my motto as the big decisions continue to be made <laughs> um but i think it's if i kind of like pull back i think i do that when it comes to like you know how i i, I want to live abroad i want to study mm-hmm. somewhere else um even coming out of high school i chose a school that was far across the country right yeah. Um, and something that always runs through my head is like I've kind of I pushed back a lot of like romantic connections because it's for me I see it as like ooh that's gonna create complicated in these decisions mm-hmm. that I want for myself and that's definitely something that like I don't I don't even put myself in a position where it's like well why can't I do both why why you know this this is yeah. something we can figure out it's like <laughs> no I would just rather no, I rather not exactly <laughs> so yeah I get that though. Yeah. Because that's including someone that else also- in your decision. Like, this can mm-hmm. only happen if exactly. this person is also involved and their opinion matters. And let me not sound so rude, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. I also, yeah, that's interesting. But speaking of just make, I feel like making choices in general, and this episode is called Choices. Okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but for Issa, like, it wasn't just about like the two different paths, like working with Nightmare by Water or um, working with Crenshaw. Well, both of these daydreams hadn't like, oh, I was just like, Lawrence? Mm-hmm. Lawrence <laughs> wasn't in the first one. Oh, you're mm-hmm. right. He wasn't. Mm-hmm. But in the second but one. It was like, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Why? Mm-hmm. And part of me thinks it's because she stayed in the same place where he's going to continue to be a variable. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you think about it, if she started but, traveling, catching I mean, flights, all these business deals across the country, you really don't have much time to think about like what could be when you're still around them, you know? That's true. But I also think it's because she's being low-key and avoidant in the sense of she never, like she called Lawrence, mm-hmm. didn't return his call when he called her back. So it's just like now you, you're really not trying to yeah. address. But I feel like that's uh, fair. <laughs> Molly was right. Molly was right when it was like, what else is there to hash out like like what else is there like she was super drunk and high when she called Lawrence and he called back in the morning so she obviously had clarity in the situation and didn't pick up but like what do you call back for I mean Um, if you having a whole daydream mm -hmm. and like you're supposed to be with Nathan but Lawrence is popping up it's like who are you who do you want to me it's like in that specific daydream, it was like, who do you see your future with? Is it with Nathan or is it with Lawrence, you know? Yeah. Um, I, no, I, I still don't buy, I don't buy your Kool-Aid, Shukri, Nathan, uh, Lawrence stands over there. I'm just saying. Mm-mm. Don't you I don't know, have but moments was, where, like, just your ex comes to your head, like, randomly? Sure. Yeah. But I think the, and, but that's, like, one awesome, like, ah, okay, what, like, to me, it's like, oh, I wonder how they're doing type of thing. But it's never, like. In the case of Issa, mm-hmm. <laughs> like you dreaming a whole nother life and your ex is all up in this instead of your current man's, <laughs> you know? So it's like, yeah. let's dig. Let's, you know what a psychologist would say? Let's talk about that. There's something let's else underlining all that. <laughs> okay, don't say all of that, okay? And try to therapize me because I'm about to confess, 
okay? <laughs> but I, I still have moments, like, honestly, I still have dreams sometimes with my ex, and I definitely wake up in the morning, and I'm like, mm, that's not the cup of tea that I want. That's just not it. <laughs> and they'll be, like, good dreams, like, reminiscing points from, like, good moments that we have, and I think I can recognize, mm-hmm. like, yes, it's in there. Yes, it feels like a distraction. Yes, it perks up curiosity and stuff like that, but there is a rationale to my core that's like, that's not it. I picked a different choice, so like, yeah. that's not it, you know? Who knows? I could just be feeling yeah. lonely, and but I that's feel that. Like, yeah. <laughs> but I feel like with Issa, like, it's bothering her. It's not even just like these dreams, like, you know, you have not you're like, you rationalize it. I feel like for her, it's bothering her. And like, <sighs> and we saw, I don't know if you, did you watch the sneak peek mm-hmm. of the next episode? Mm-hmm. And it, was that the episode where Lawrence, what's his name? The friend, the guy? What's his name? Derek? No. Is that his name? Not Derek. The other one. Ugh, I'm forgetting his name. The clown. He's he a, clown. a clown. I forget his But name. he was right. He was right. What else is there? She <laughs> left you. You didn't fight for her. What else is there? Yeah, because he was trying to avoid going to the party. Uh, their going away party. Um, what's, it? what's their name? Tiffany and... Tiffany, oh, Tiffany and, and Derek. Derek. Yes. Who's the... Chad. 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 Like a Chad. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I, that, and I think that episode will be interesting because if he does end up going, which I think he did, right? He's going to go, and Nathan's going to notice because fucking Issa doesn't listen when Nathan's talking because she's looking at Lawrence across the party playing with his baby and Condola. Yeah. I mean, it's messy. It is messy. I get, listen, if I was in Issa's spot, I'm not going back to my ex with the whole baby. Mm-hmm. That's a no for me. Mm-hmm. But. And I think, so go back to like what you were saying. It's bothering her. And I think I'm trying to be nice here. But what could be bothering her is the fact that like the relationship ended not because of anything anyone did wrong or they were unaligned, but because he had this outside situation that was going to greatly impact their relationship. Mm-hmm. So I can understand why there's still room for like what ifs between Issa and yeah. Lawrence and why they still think about each other because it's like the love is genuinely still there. It was just circumstance. Mm-hmm. But that too, but like I don't think Issa Oh, well, not maybe she never said it that I am aware that she's against being with someone who has a kid or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I feel like for both of them, like you were saying, I wonder for them it's like that what if, like we never tried to make mm-hmm. it work anyways. Mm-hmm with this new element Mm -hmm. like did we kind of like give up like Issa I feel like for her it's like did I give up Mm -hmm. too soon and for Lawrence I feel like it might be like dang I didn't even bother trying to like make it work or fight Mm -hmm. for it Um, and I can understand those thoughts coming up for both of them but for Issa specifically I'm gonna repeat what Condola said last week and like own your choices like you in, in the moment that you made the decision that you did not want to be with Lawrence because he was going to have a baby with another woman. That was your decision and it carried through. And now you've made other decisions in your life and you've brought people into your life. And yes, do what's right for you. And if you want to go back and figure it out, then go back. But just realize that like mm-hmm. there is a lot that you're jeopardizing that you also want. So what is it going to be? Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess we're going to see how this season ends i'm curious i just don't know how the season gonna end low-key i'm like i i don't know like maybe they really will fast forward us and episode 10 is just like five years from now it could be that would be interesting 
I honestly, I kind of feel like we're going to have an ending that has sort of like a cliffhanger, like choose your own ending type of no, thing. No, <laughs> uh, don't do that to us. Issa, don't do that to us. This is how you carry Maybe. a conversation. This is how we'll always talk about Insecure. People will always be on the Twitters and the interwebs arguing about like, no, it was supposed to end like this because this, this, and this, and this. And other <laughs> people like, nah, like this because this, she said this, you know? Um, <laughs> no, I, I need her to give us like a nice, like like a money heist ending, yeah. Issa. Make us feel good. <laughs> like, and we're like, okay, we content. You can yep, end now. Yep. That is very true. But she's messed us up so much. There are camps. I don't even know how many camps within Insecure. That, how are we all going to reach one conclusion and be happy? Someone's going to be hurt. <sighs> yeah. Like, at least for money heist, we all knew we hated Nairobi. There was no question about that. You know? <laughs> Not Nairobi, you mean... Um, oh, my God. Yeah, that was terrible. Tokyo. <laughs> yeah, we all Tokyo loved Nairobi. Nairobi. We all hated Tokyo. We all hated Alicia. Yeah, we can agree on certain mm-hmm. things. But, I mean, I don't know. You said my low-key pulled a... If one of y'all going to be unhappy, all y'all mm-hmm. going to be unhappy type of thing. So, we're going to leave mm-hmm. y'all. Yeah, she'll definitely do that. Remember how she made fun of us because... Um, she still kept the episodes 30 minutes long, 30 minutes long, even though we kept complaining about it. Yeah. 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 Sounds like Issa. She mm. just laughs in our faces. <laughs> but outside of that. That's a lot. We got Molly and Molly pursuing relationship differently. Oh, yeah. With Torian. Mm-hmm. I will say Torian sending food to her, like not even like, oh, we can do a night in if you want comfort, like just letting her mm-hmm. be. But like look, I'm still thinking about you and, like, mm-hmm. I still hope to, like, contribute to a better evening type of thing. Wings and wine yeah. makes everything better. Wings and wine. Mm-hmm. That was so cute. Wings and wine makes everything fine. Oh, <laughs> you should start a greeting card company with that, Shikri. Yeah, all right. And then you gotta, you only, you can only deliver them Wingstop because, you know, Wingstop, some Wingstop um, add a sticker that says bag secured. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> so it's like... <laughs> Wings and wine. That's what you're into. Um, but yeah, I thought that was nice. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm curious to see where their relationship goes into. Because I honestly think Molly has finally met someone who is on her level, but also gets her experience. Because obviously they're both attorneys. Mm-hmm. So it's like that busy schedule, but also like they have lived similar experiences mm-hmm. um, with their families and mm-hmm. stuff. So I feel like. And it seems healthy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, this is probably one of her most healthier mm-hmm. relationships. But um, I will also say she has followed through on the work that she has done on herself. Um, because I feel like Andrew was also a mature adult man. And he was there for her in that ways. But the ways in which she would self-sabotage and kind of, like, explode everything, like, made it bad for both of them. So I was glad to see her, like not to not put too much pressure on herself not set high expectations for like Torian that like he was not gonna meet them you know what I mean and just kind of like go Mm -hmm. with it and enjoy the process yeah yeah we'll see how they end up I feel like they're they they might be end game yeah for the season and I feel like we'd we'd be okay with that okay with that um but we shall see with a lot of things over secure. Um, <sighs> other little well, things. I was happy that Nathan's cousin came to the event, the block party thingy. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, that was yeah. nice. And I'm choosing to assume that they worked it out and that they finally got to have like a, a real mm-hmm. talk. Okay. Um, yeah. Issa can't end things with Nathan because she publicly announced that they're a power couple. So that's the pressure <laughs> I'm putting on the situation. <laughs> and um, Kelly, he, Kelly can, when, when can Kelly ever do wrong? She can never, she does not do, like, girl. Oh, yeah, the, I thought it was so oh funny God. when um, she was doing the whole whale thing with Molly's mm-hmm. uh, family. Yeah, and it was so necessary. I was like, she's so good at it. And I was like, you mm-hmm. are the type of person who, like, your presence is so necessary during these situations because it's so tense, you know? But, like, mm-hmm. oh, my God. And then she had her one line with Issa's brother where she was like, I want to write you into a show just so I can kill you off and I was like is this Kelly speaking or is this Natasha because I would love to see a show from you I would love to see it uh, yes <laughs> yes <laughs> their relationship is always so funny the way Issa's brother mm-hmm. um, yeah did they is that an exaggerated drawing of you because it looks pretty accurate I was like oh okay <laughs> but yeah that was it for me that was, yeah. yeah, I mean, it was a good. It was a good episode. I'm just, I'm just, I really want to see how these last two episodes go mm-hmm. in. I need, I need to know. Well, yeah, that's it for this week's episode, y'all. Thanks for joining us. We're your hosts, Sugar and Rachel, and we want to thank our producer Mark. Uh, join us next time on next, next episode, episode, please. please.